Brotherhood of the Silver Screen, again, live down in my basement. Joey has been silent for the last 10 minutes, hasn't said a word. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And we've all, we've all looking something up. <laughs> Which I, 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 you may as well have been dead to me, Joey, <laughs> if you're not talking. My word. Sorry. We were all having well, a discussion about... Well, you guys, well, you were having about, a discussion yeah. about yeah. a movie I haven't seen yet, right? Yeah, that's, that's and true. And I, I also right. didn't want to tune in too much tune because out. you're telling me to watch it. So. That's true. So I don't want, I don't want too many spoilers. Well, bless you, so. my friend. That's right. You know how you're in one spot for a long enough that you get used to the smell? That's how I <laughs> Dove has become one. I, 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 it now smells it's fresh. become one with the smell. It's become one with the smell. Okay. Yeah. Um, this month we are doing Listomania. This is where each of the brothers of the silver screen come to the table with a list that they've created uh, with certain... Uh, well, they'll explain the list. Dove, you yep. first this, uh, this week. What okay, so what I decided to do... Uh, was I, I started out with a top 10, but I, it became a top five with some honorable mentions. Because okay, cool. I couldn't quite, and you'll understand kind of why when I do some honorable mentions, why I didn't really include them in the list necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I was going to do top 10, but turned into top five most questionable movie castings that turned out great. Cool. Basically castings that people hated. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you casting yeah, this person? like, no way. This is a terrible decision. I hate this, blah, yes. blah, blah. And then they saw it and they went, it completely changed their mind. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm excited. So, yeah, it's a pretty. it was a pretty fun list. I might do the top 10 female warriors next time. Mm-hmm. Or I might. <laughs> or I might <laughs> not. So, so Joey wants to do that one too. We'll make um, a collaborative list. So, here we go. I'll do my top five and then I'll do my honorable mentions. I'll just touch on them. But this should, shouldn't be too long, but I think you'll find them interesting. Okay, so my number one, top five. Wait, are you going? Are you starting at number one? I'm going. I'm sorry. Or just, is there five, no real ranking? There is a ranking. Okay, there is a ranking. Okay. There is. I am doing this uh, in order. So, okay, cool. number, number five. five, I have Jim Carrey in The Truman Show. Hmm. Okay. Okay. He had done, up until that point, he had done all the Ace Venturas and he did Liar Liar. He was oh, yeah. typecast as a, com- a, a comic, and dumb, and as a, dumb and dumber, yeah. mm-hmm. as a stupid, um, uh, rambunctious comic act. He was yeah. very physical in his slapstick. His, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, all the comedy. Every, every casting person probably had that image of him talking out of his butt as, as Ace Ventura. Yeah, right. and yeah. like that's what. And so, yeah, right. and so um, <laughs> this, this the Truman Show came out as a drama, yeah, not a comedy, and people were like. What in the world is going on? How could you cast this guy for the role for this role? And Jim Carrey was like, "If Robin Williams can do it, so can I." I guess. <laughs> um, and so he ends up obviously working with the Truman Show and just killed it in in a way that was still comical. Yeah. In portraying Truman Burbank. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was it. It was a, a, a very questionable, weird casting that people did not like. Yeah, because I did look it up too, and people were like, "That, that what? What do you? What is he? A, a, a Jim Carrey movie that's not a comedy." And when it came out, it came out in '99. Because um, right before that, he did Liar Liar. Yeah. So extremely questionable, but turned out awesome, and no one sees anybody else besides Jim Carrey being Truman. Mm-hmm. He just he just absolutely killed the role. That's so that's my yep. number five. Uh, my number four is Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. was pretty much... Yep. That was... Uh, The the people were against it? Because part of the reason was because uh, he had not done much. It was a little bit more of a who is this guy 
Hmm. Oh, then a we hate this guy. It was well, it was who is this guy? Plus, he was in he was I mean, in he, nothing. He yeah. went off. Well, he went off the deep end for a while. Yep. He was in and drug rehab and everything for about eight years. I yeah, think he washed was, up actor. Yeah. Washed up. That's right. He had been so in. That, yeah. uh, people were like, "Well, this guy. He was in U.S. Marshals for a second. He did yeah. like a really weird. Uh, was I the, think he did Tropic Thunder, and people still were like, Tropic no, Thunder was, was after. Tropic Thunder was after. after? Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. Um, and so no one could see. And a part of the reason, too, he's on my number four is because of how much he killed the role and just became it. Mm-hmm. So there's no one else on the planet that could do Iron Man as well. They're going to have real problems with doing another Iron Man yeah. as far as who's going to play it. Absolutely. But this was extremely questionable. People had no idea really who he was. And he st- was kicking off the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so so people were like, even me. I'm like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And then you saw the trailer, and you're like, okay, Robert Downey Jr., I heard about him, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure. So it was a really questionable casting that turned out to be epic, absolutely, the probably the most epic cast in the whole MCU, possibly, definitely, definitely. possibly uh, I mean, you could argue, I don't know, is there a better cast for, for a character? For I any mean, of the MCU? Gan- Gandalf, I mean, probably. Maybe yeah. Gandalf? Gandalf? No, no, I mean, you for could, yeah. For the MCU or anyone? I'm talking about anything at this point. Oh, I mean, that's well, actually I, good to mention there, Brad. Gandalf. Well, I, I mean, that's, yeah, Gandalf was I mean, really that's, great. That's a great tough. cast. That's yeah. tough though, because because I mean, I mean, Iron Iron Man was well, basically, Sony didn't have the rights to Spidey, right? They didn't have the rights to X Men, so Iron Man was kind of a as a character was kind of a weird pick as a as a start of a mm-hmm. giant movie series, right? Mm-hmm. But it was basically because we already gave the rights to our major characters to other companies, so we have to who do we have left? And so I mean, a lot of people didn't know Iron Man, so. I mean, I think at this point, most people see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, even if it's not, even if it's not Iron Man from the comics. Like that's more iconic at this point than whatever Iron Man is. Yeah, from the that's comics. a good point. So, and, uh, you know, you think apparently, right it was Favreau that, that put that that got it done. Hmm. He you know, when they were auditioning and everybody else was thinking about doing somebody else. Yeah, nobody knows this guy. We're, we're kicking off the MCU, and Favreau was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm not having it, you know. Yeah, he's I mean, even, I'm only doing this. I mean, he was even it. worse than a nobody at that point because a nobody yeah. is a nobody, and so people can't really have thoughts Clean about slate, it. Right? But yeah, but as right. Luke said, he was washed up. Like right. he, yeah. he, yeah. he had had some decent roles before that, but they weren't big, and he and he was known to be like a drug addict, and he was off the yeah. rails. Right. So but talk about a turnaround. I mean, his story I remember, is I, truly amazing. I remember. Yeah. I remember when they announced it, and whatever that was, 2007, 2006. I, I actually distinctly remember my parents being like baffled yeah. by it. By yeah, being like he was. I, like Mel Gibson, I yeah. guess, was like taking care of him. He was like on yeah. drugs, trying to do rehab. But he, he was, was surprised, and he may he may not fall into the category as a hated pick, but he was definitely one of the most questionable. Picks yeah, people ever. were right. Yeah, like just what head. in the world? Right. Um, right. Okay. And and to Luke's point, to Luke had talked about Keanu being untouchable in Hollywood. I think Robert Downey Jr. is definitely untouchable. Yeah, in you're right. Actually, too. Um, yeah. So yeah. You are yeah. Right. Anyway, number four, Robert Downey Jr. Number they, they three. Ta- they talked about him um, being the only one entrusted with the entire script of. Uh, Endgame, well, other people were only given snippets, but the only one they trusted with the entire script was Robert Downey Jr. In the second most popular movie ever. Yes. Mm -hmm. They said, we gave him the uh, whole script. We didn't give the whole script to anybody else. Well, no offense, but didn't he have to? He was the only one dying at the end. Oh, well, you can oh, say, um, I, mean, I mean, look at, look at, uh, hopefully, everyone, hopefully everyone's seen that by now. Yeah. People, <laughs> you should have seen it. I mean, I mean, I mean, look at, uh, Chris Evans, you know, he, did he not just have that's true. almost the exact that same that's significance? True. That's true. So, uh, you know, I mean, Josh Brolin, I mean, why not give him the entire script? You know, that's true. So 
Yes, moving on to uh, number three. Okay, now this is this is going into like the hate. Okay, like no yeah, people. We hate people were like, no. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going number three, Batfleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Okay, yeah. paying Batman in yeah, in Batman true. v Superman. And honestly, after that movie, the only thing that people really thought was good in that was him. They liked two things after that movie. Number one. They liked Batman, and number two, they liked Wonder Woman at the end. Those are the two things that people That's true. enjoyed yeah. about that movie. Everything else, they pretty much hated. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the movie itself wasn't that great, but Ben Affleck won over audiences with, with his portrayal of Bruce Wayne, yeah. including myself. Mm-hmm. And when, but the, when the pick came and they said, we're going to cast Ben Affleck as the new Batman after Christian Bale, the vitriol was real. Yeah, okay, it was like yeah. the, the, the well, memes. Well, just let, let the record the videos. show. Let the record show. He never won me over. I still think he's a bad Batman. You do? I do. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Well, he never won Luke over. He won me over. Yeah, he won. I mean, he definitely has the size. Yeah, well, another thing. Was, another that was thing. Part of what won me over. I mean, that dude. He's was, just huge. He was right. huge in that movie. And Batman in the like, comics is huge. Yeah. You have to. Well, you have old to, Batman. He was you have to. Playing old Batman. You at least have to give him credit for going. You know what? We at least want to be accurate to the size of this guy in the in the comic books, and they they were really trying to bring that out, and he really fulfilled that role. He's six four. Uh, I forget what his. I don't know what his weight is. Two fifty or something yeah. like that. But um, just a, a really big dude. So they remembered that, and also the fight scene in that, where it was him saving Martha Kent. Yeah. Was the most Batman of any Batman fight scene ever. That was Batman right there. Mm, it's true. It's very yeah, true. That By far. That By fight far. scene is you, iconic. Nothing, nothing even, else, though, even though the rest of that movie isn't, I think that no, fight scene no, is Nothing amazing. else, not, not one of Christopher Nolan's Batmans touched that. That was it's pure true. sheer. I mean, he, had, he was bad. If you go and actually slow up when they pulled the knives out, and he's blocking multiple at once, and yeah. they could actually see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is this is this is groundbreaking." People need to take notes right now. Mm. Well, it was how I mean, to do it was fight especially groundbreaking because again, he was like he was like playing like old Batman, and who's at that point supposed to be really cynical. So like, just the way he fought was more violent than Batman normally is. Which which I thought was really cool because it like showed like just how cynical he was at that like at this yeah. point in Batman's career and just physically dominating guys like you yeah. pick him up and slam him like you know when he when he finally punched that last dude yeah and the dude's like legs kicked up and stuff I'm like where has this been yeah this is awesome and this is why I was excited to see like a pure and then guess what happens and I say this all the time enter Justice League. <laughs> destroys Batman well, that was, every time. Well, that may have been. And except, that may, horrible. except the cartoons. Awful. Yeah, somehow they make it work uh, there. But anyways, Batfleck won over the audiences. He did. Everybody liked his portrayal as Bruce Wayne. Well, maybe not every single person, but it was a lot of hate mm-hmm. that became there were a lot, a lot of people. Good. Yeah, there were a lot more people. Um, He's right. A lot more people were on board after that movie. Yep. I have, uh, as my number two, I have Daniel Craig as James Bond. Ah. People hated this one. Really? I didn't know that. Hated. They're like, what? Blonde hair, blue eyes. Someone who's not Pierce Brosnan. Yes. I, the did people like real. Pierce Brosnan? Um, I think people liked Sean Connery a lot. Yeah, people yeah, like people Pierce like, Brosnan. Okay. But yeah, they, like I know Pierce my Brosnan. I know my mom liked Pierce uh, Brosnan. Let alone the success of the of the video games Got surrounding it. Pierce Brosnan. Gotcha. You know. 
Yeah, gotcha. but no, this was, and it was a lot hated a lot more than I thought. Okay, yeah. and so I read up a little bit about it. Oh. And apparently it was. It was a very, very not, and, and nobody really knew who he was either. Yeah, that's so true. He had, the, he had the, who's this guy? Right. And well, that must have been what they were going and for. And blonde hair, blue eyes, like what? Like mm-hmm. it that, was. That it must was, have been what they were going for when they were casting because Daniel Craig and Henry Cavill were both towards the end of that. And Henry Cavill was a no-name at that point too, just like. Like not at all. Right. He just was too young, is basically I mean, but, what they told him. But Daniel Craig was was good enough for them to like uh, take a leap with. Yeah, him. I know, I, mean, I know. I'm just saying it's just interesting the way that like like the fact that they were going for a no name because yeah. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't. I you know, I wasn't really alive and cognizant enough to know the history of of, of previous Bond of previous Bond yep. characters. I hate but, it like, when you're not old enough. Yeah. yeah, but some of them were successful. But just like I don't remember, but I don't remember if Pierce Brosnan was but, big before they casted him. Well, Sean Connery I mean, was. I and it was another thing too because they were taking James Bond into an era of more realism. Yeah, uh, you know the the quirky gadgets and kind of stuff was 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 fading. Yeah, like we're still gonna have it, but we need something real. Mm-hmm. And so um, everyone was like, and, and you this might is a you might cast. thank Jason Bourne for that. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah. because did he not start that off? Yeah, you know, um, you know, in the spy world, like let's get real, let's get uh, let's let's get physical, you know, and. Um, you know, before that, in, contra- be. in the contrast, the first Jason Bourne movie, I think Pierce might have still been Bond. Yeah. And it was like night and day, those two feels, the yeah. way they approached the spy stuff. The American was gritty. Yeah. The British was suave. But but one was like realistic. What would happen if there actually was a CIA spy? The other one was like, let's go with the massive stereotype of everything that yeah. is espionage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, another thing about it, too, was the, the it had an extremely large gap. Which closed very quickly after Casino Royale and after what he did there. I think it's right now rated like an eight point seven. I think on IMDb Casino Royale. Yeah, but Casino Royale um, wasn't just a great Daniel Craig film. It was w- arguably one of the best Bond films. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so right. there was a huge, huge disparity before Daniel Craig during the Daniel Craig casting. Mm-hmm. Huge gap. To the first movie that just closed immediately, and everybody just absolutely loved it. Yeah, loved Daniel Craig. Yeah. Let's, let's get more movies with this guy. We yeah. love it so much. So there's a huge gap. That and, yeah, and I would argue gap. that the gap was just as substantial after that first movie between all, that one and all the other Bond films, Night and Day. Casino oh, yeah. Royale, head and shoulders above any other Bond I think film. Casino Royale, saying, I think like, Casino Royale is a lot better than the ones that came after. But Quantum of Sol- yeah. Quantum of Solace was not very good. But no. I really like the last two. I really yeah. like Spectre. There's no espionage in them. There's no espionage. It drives me nuts. I really like Spectre. Yeah, yeah. It drives really me like, nuts. It's a spy uh, movie. Can we have people oh, Skyfall. spying? Skyfall was really I like, good. Well, Skyfall was great. I, uh, well, Skyfall you know, was you great. know what's great? But what makes them awesome, too? You it's taking Judy back Dench. There, Judy Dench makes those movies that's so awesome. True. Judy Dench. She, yeah, that's one of my right. favorite. Like, yeah. like, she just she just is perfect. I actually I love the actor who plays Q in those movies. I think he does yeah, a he's great good job. Too. He does a good job too. Yeah. yeah. I think he does a great but yeah, job but anyway, it was it was more than just him as cast, but he was he brought it into the next Yeah. He was just way more gritty and stuff yeah. and like but yeah, and so anyway, that's my number two. And my number one, Joey, you probably like this one. Yeah, I'm probably already. My know number what it one, is. can you guess? 
Uh, is it Heath Ledger? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, people, yeah. people, people were, what? People yeah. went crazy. Oh yeah, Are you I, I remember that me? like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember too. That. This well, was I mean, real well, I mean, bad. Like, like Batman Begins was so successful, and so people were like, like, all right, like they're doing another one. People were hyped, and then people were like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna. You're gonna, Who's gonna be Joker? Totally like, bugger. If you've got Jack Nicholson's Joker's legacy to live up to, and you're gonna get Heath Ledger, they're like, no, Mister Ten Things Mr. I Hate About You, Mister yeah. Pretty yeah. Boy. Yeah, oh, yeah. He had nothing going for him to be right. any type of anything close to portraying right. anything close to a villain. Right. Nothing. Actually, he did. He did have one movie that was really dark. Joey, I went on a rant. Don't don't okay. do that when I'm <laughs> on. Hold on. He did have he did have one movie that was really dark before that, but really? no. Yeah, it was actually. Um, I'm pretty sure same cast. Same director as A Knight's Tale. It was weird because oh. A Knight's Tale is really like funny and, and yeah. uppity. And then this movie was like really dark and like totally bashed the Catholic Church and, and just like was super dark and gritty. But it was like same cast, same director. It was, you know, I don't know. It was what really movie weird. was it? I forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up. Okay. Um, Brad. Yeah, Brad, that's Brad's that's job. Brad, that's Brad's job. Um, yeah, it's, it, it should have. It probably came out like 2004 maybe. It would have been after A Knight's Tale. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, but I, I mean, if I were to argue, that would have been the only thing that would have. But yeah. he still was the he still was the protagonist in that. So I mean, I mean yeah. even that was not not super indicative of what he could do. Um, yeah, I, I have. I would have to say that was probably of all these, it was the biggest gap between what was cast, yeah. and then what actually what happened. Yes, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and people were so absolutely blown away by how well he did, and even just from the very very beginning, because the first time he showed up. With his face, I think after the um, bank robbery, mm-hmm. okay, was so, okay. in the jail the with order. the other guys. The what? The order? Yeah, I think that's it. The, the order. order. Yeah, okay. I think that's it. The young priest is um, sent to Rome to investigate the troubling death of the head of his order. Yeah. Oh wow, like that yeah. actually sounds pretty darn interesting. And another thing too about um, his his Joker made the audience respect Batman more. Mm. Because he would go in with all those. He he got in there with all those big honcho uh, mobsters. Mm. And they were like, our problem is this, our problem is that. And he's like, no, your problem is the Batman. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Oh, uh, right. And uh, it made all of us respect him. And he was like, uh, and he's like, this guy's going to squeal. Mm-hmm. I know a squealer when I see one. And right. that's, you know. Right. Uh, but um, that was the biggest gap, I feel like, between uh, you know the casting and what actually happened that yeah. immediately shut. And people were just all in. With anything he was doing, and it made his death even that much more. Uh, well, his death was disappointing right after, right? So he only did. Yep. Because they had to. Uh, <laughs> they had to. They had to have. They had what three big actors fill in for the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus or whatever that yes. movie yes. was. Yeah. Because it was him in the first half, and then it was it was like Colin Firth and Johnny Colin Farrell. Depp. Colin Farrell, thank you, John Colin Farrell, uh, Johnny Depp, and Jude Law. Jude Law, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For the was, for wasn't the, Orlando Bloom in there? I don't think so. No, okay. It was Jude Law, I think. But yeah, anyway, so those are my top five. Just a couple more honorable mentions. Um, Keanu Reeves as Neo. Mm-hmm. It was it was questionable, but nobody re- I couldn't I put it on my list because nobody really knew about the Matrix anyway. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, they were, were like, just as much. What's this movie? Yeah, as they right. were. Why well, are you casting actor? this guy? Yeah. Right. Gotcha. It really didn't matter. But I I put it as he was coming off of Bill and Ted. Yeah, and I was. Correct. Oh, that's yep. true. I didn't think about. Well, that. he did do actions before. That's true. He did, did speed. speed. That's yeah, right. that's true. Um, yeah, that's true. Point Break. So he did. So so there were some action stuff, but not to this. And also at this point, everyone was also very used to muscular action stars. That's right. true. Not so he's, much he's like, like the anti-star. And you're like, star. he's like, he was the opposite of that in this film, and yeah. he really took it like back to. 
Uh, anyway, so that but that was an honorable mention because nobody really knew about the Matrix, so nobody yeah. could hate the casting. Yeah. Um, another one I had was. People didn't really like the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I was waiting for that one, man. Yeah, I was this waiting was, for that one. This, this yeah. one, people didn't really like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the only reason I didn't include it in my list is because I guess I could have made it maybe a sixth or something like that. But um, for the first Spider-Man, people really didn't see Tobey. He was too old. I think we started, he was 24. I, 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 I think still it's a... It's a controversial casting. I still think it is. Hmm. You I, may think, still I, th- think I think there are a lot more people on board than there were, like obviously before they casted it. Yeah. But I, to me, it's still a, it's still a, well, it's still yeah. weird. He's just weird. Maybe it's my <laughs> thing. That's my thing about Toby Maguire. That's fair. It's fair, like, bro. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, honestly, I love the first two of that trilogy. Yeah. Like, they are great movies, but he's just weird. He cr- his cry is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. He's just he, yeah. his reactions to things are weird. I don't know. And so he kind of made it work because. Because he is so weird that like Peter Parker felt like the estranged teenager growing up, right? Like you know he was the nerd, he yeah. was the outcast. So it kind of made sense for Tobey Maguire to play him in some ways, but <laughs> Tobey Maguire was like too much of the outcast. That's a, that's interesting, man. But know. yeah, it, it led me down this stream though of watching all these old uh, Spider-Man one and two fight scenes. Yeah, I'm just like I'm like he's just so much better than and you and you go into the the the, the comments. Yeah, and they were like. Uh, ripping the new one, and I just had a good time watching all the, <laughs> all the, just all the stuff, and like how nasty. Like if you go back to it, because Sam Raimi is more like a horror director, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, his fight at the end with Green Goblin was actually pretty brutal. Oh yeah, it is. And you compare, yeah, and he just hit him and there's spit flying, yeah, like he's it just is beating him. Yep. And um, but when he actually picks, when he goes after the Goblin, then at the end, he's actually pick, picks him up and starts nailing him in the face. I was like, this is more. Like you can see pain and anger in his face, and he's just nailing the goblin. Yeah, you're right. That, that fight like, at the end is nothing nasty. compared to what we're getting right now. That's we're getting true. like it, it is. It's nasty. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, when he and then when he like beat and then Peter finally like beats uh, Goblin so bad that like half his mask is like ripped up, and he's like Peter. Peter yeah, he's please. like and he start, and he's like he's like yeah. Have he starts, mercy, Peter. Yeah. Right, but if oh. you actually look at Spider Man, if you if you go back <laughs> the way they directed it and the way that that fight was at the end, yeah. You know when he when he gets him up against it and he picks him up he just wham you know and, he, and the goblin kind of falls over and it's like he's like no I'm not done yet right I'm gonna pick you up again I'm gonna hit you again you know it's yeah. like yeah. if this was modern day we'd be like well I'm gonna get beat for 15 minutes and then I'll figure out how to make you fall on your own right I'm not gonna like cause you to fall you're just gonna trip on something yeah right uh, that way I can and then I'm gonna be sad about it right right. And, I was just, and then, I and then at the end, I, I like after that, that beating, you just all you have is a bloody lip. Yeah, and and, anyway. and that's where it fell apart too. In, in Spider Man Two, when he gets up to Doc Ock, he gives him a, a, a one two punch, and Doc Ock is just like, uh, "Let's keep fighting." You know, it's like, did, did we forget that Spider Man can punch through concrete? And yeah, he just punched well, a normal. Human I was reading being. comics. About, I was reading comments about that, and they were talking about how with Doc Ock, even in the comics. He held back on Doc Ock, apparently. Yeah, because Doc such, Ock later on had brain friends. damage. They, they were saying that he later on uh, had brain damage uh, from the fights, like for real in the comics, the canon. Okay. He started to get developed brain damage at the end because he was he was human, and Spider Man was was not trying to kill him, hmm. you know, but rather just trying to submit him. But um, anyway, but they but the, something that was neat about the Doc Ock fight when I watched it again was how different that fight scene was. From what we're getting now, mm-hmm. and how there's something here we go, something you want to see but you never see it, something called recovery. Mm. Okay, Doc Ock throws him down the building, 
if it was modern day, he'd splat on the bottom, and then Doc Ock would do a monologue. That's how it would go nowadays. Mm-hmm. No, he throws him off the building. He's and then immediately he webs him right away, pulls him down. Then they crash together on the way down to start fighting on the train constantly. Mm-hmm. Reco- both of them constantly recovering from the attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is lost. What what happened to this type of? Mm. It's gone. But yeah. anyway, so that has nothing to do with Rabbit Trail. Okay. Um, so I had that really quickly. I told me McGuire. I don't know why I put this here. Julie, you would, you would, I put it here as, as an audible mention. I don't even um, know if I'm going to mention it. Yeah, yeah. You got to spit it out now. I, say, I just, it doesn't really belong. Daniel Day Lewis. I don't know if I'm going to say it. Is it Daniel Day Lewis? No. Oh, okay. I put, it sounds like it's going to be something I disagree with. Yeah, I think so. I put Adam Driver as Kylo Ren on here. What do you think? Uh, I can see where you're coming from. I can definitely see, yeah. Because Joey, like, hates him. I really like Adam Driver. I don't like Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Okay. All right. I can see where Which means he might not have pulled the role off enough, which probably... Because Joey just doesn't like him crying. You know, know, to be honest, actually, I don't know if it was about... I don't know if it was about... um, You're right. I I don't like his, you know, emo take on the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that he pulls the helmet off and all all that was gotten into. Judith was repulsed when he took his helmet off. Judith like, was repulsed. She was like, "He is super ugly." <laughs> but well, you know, <laughs> come on, Judith. So what? Well, the, do they have to be good looking? But the, but the thing is, and the thing is, and I think, I think, I think Adam Driver is another actor who's kind of increased his credibility after that after that moment because yeah. I going into it, I didn't know that he was playing Kylo Ren. I hadn't like mm-hmm. looked up the IMDb cast or anything, mm-hmm. and so he, when he pulled his helmet off. Even before he really got into his like you know his whole you know emo um, my chemical romance bit, I pulled, he pulls that helmet off and, Leave and, it on. and kind of like and kind of like some of the other actors that Dove has mentioned here, he I obviously recognized him as Adam Driver, but at that point he just he was to me he was like a B actor like he actually is a really good actor, right, but yeah. at that point I'd only seen him in a couple things it had been like minor stuff he hadn't been that great and like to me he was like a B actor so I was like. Why they get this like crappy B actor to be Kylo Ren and then make him take his helmet off? That like, that was my instant reaction. I was like, oh, it's Adam Driver. I was like, that takes he he had never played a serious villain before, and so like he didn't have he didn't have he doesn't have any menace to him as a right. as a as a actor, right. right? Like there are certain some actors appear on screen. Like if Jack Nicholson appeared on the screen, right? I'm like instantly afraid half the yeah. time because. Jack Nicholson well, plays some nasty characters, right? Yeah. And so, like, if, if if he's a bad guy in a movie and he pulls his helmet off as Jack Nicholson, I'm going to be surprised and immediately frightened because I know, like, what we're getting into. Right. With Adam Driver, I was just like, really? Yeah. I was like, that's who they picked? And then he went into his My Chemical Romance bit, and I was like, wow, this is... Well, I think, too... He just totally I, destroyed I, all the character development for this character. Yeah, I don't think it has anything... I mean, he could have pulled off any role, I feel like. I think he's been <clears> a victim of bad writing for that movie, too. Sure. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is Adam Driver is a really good actor. I've yeah. I've changed my mind about him. Right. When, when I saw that movie, I'd only seen him in probably like two or yeah. three things. He'd either played minor characters or character. There, I saw him in one movie. I think it was uh, this was before where he was with Adam Sandler. Uh, no, not Adam Sandler. Um, Ben Stiller. He was with Ben Stiller, and he like played this millennial like jerk, and he just he always kind of came off as not that interesting to me right. as an actor. Um, and then he's definitely like I said, I've definitely both seen stuff. And then he's done stuff that's been much more yeah. credible and interesting in my anyway, mind. Yeah. Who's your last Arnold? Last one. Here we go. Uh, Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden. 
for um, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice uh, were not right. liked. There was controversy. And the reason for that was because um, there was a TV show going on at the time, and people were like, "You can't cast anybody but these two people." Right. Which was uh, Jennifer, I believe, Ellie, Jennifer Ellie, and Colin Firth. And Colin Firth yeah. was he was like, "You can't have anybody." Oh, right they, wait a minute! They casted those. They were that no, close they were together in the show. In the TV they, show, I know, but they were that close together uh-huh. that because it was a miniseries, wasn't it? Yeah. it? Wasn't a TV show? Yeah, the miniseries right? I think was in like the uh, mid '90s, maybe late right. '90s. And they wanted oh. them. For, they wanted them for the movie oh, version. Okay. And the movie was. Oh, Okay, 2005. So, okay, so there was a big gap between when that series happened and when the movie I don't know, happened. It was 10 years a big gap. I don't know, but I, well, and that's it's why I saw it on the list. Gap. I didn't know enough about it, right, um, but right. I, I knew the casting was whatever. The point is, the casting they didn't like, and it turned out they did like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and then um, last one, uh, honorable mention. I had um, no one liked the uh, Jennifer Lawrence casting for Katniss, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, but she actually ended up being really, really good in that role and won everybody over. So if I was gonna, if done. I was going to add an honorable mention, I'd put the Leonardo DiCaprio in Blood Diamond. Okay, I remember watching that film going. Leonardo or Catch DiCaprio. Me If You Can, maybe even. No, too. Catch Me If You Can. I was st- I still felt like he was fulfilling his 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 uh, kind of like a boyish, you know, yeah, but, Shakespeare yeah, love nonsense. Blood Diamond's yeah. not his not his turn of the. For me, it's, it was. It's it's his, was a, yeah, but I don't think it's his. I don't think that's his first grown up role because he did The Departed and. Uh, um, Gangs of New York before that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yes, but I saw Gangs of New York and I was not impressed. Well, he he he's in the that. middle there. He's still kind of like. But that boyish could be. Guy. That could right. be I had not seen. I had not seen the, the Departed. The Departed. But, but when I saw boyish. Blood Diamond, I was like, "What is this guy doing in this film?" I was like, "What is this?" It was me for me too because Gangs of New York. Uh, I had watched way later than when it came out. Right. Right. Um, and the Departed too, but yeah, no, I Blood see. Diamond, I think is two thousand eight or two thousand seven. Right. Departed, he just killed it. He just killed yeah, it. I know. He's so good in that movie. So anyway, good. I'm done. I'm Joy, done. What do you got? Maybe man? that was what cemented his his uh, move. That's to Dove's list for Listomania. What do you got, Joey? All right, so I'm getting on my soapbox. I decided. Um, I saw <laughs> what kind of inspired this was. I saw um, Men in Black International. Okay. Right. Which, that's just. I mean, it bombed. Basically, basically, I knew it was going to bomb. But, but basically, I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, it was. I think a lot of things are adopting the Marvel formula, which I'm not super happy about. Right. Mm-hmm. Which right. is basically like we're just going to fill the entire movie with like jokes. Yeah. And so, like, oh, it was boy. it was funny. Like, I mean, it, it was funny, but like, there's just no substance, and there was no real reason to be telling the story. Mm. Like, I was like, it wasn't like okay. We've got a very specific, like, very Men in Black specific story to tell that, like, that we need to tell. It wasn't like that. It was just, like, basically, what's a, what's a franchise that people will come see a movie to that we can milk next? Yeah. It's kind of, like, more what it felt like. Man. We'll get some, we'll get, we'll get the same actors, but we'll get, we'll get some actors that people recognize, basically the combo that was in Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and nobody, yeah, nobody fine. did, like, a, uh, nobody did, like, a bad job, but it's just, I was just watching it, like, I was laughing, and but it was definitely like for me to like it to like it at all. It was definitely like it was an escapist. Like I was just like there to laugh and have fun. I was with my family, but like as, as an actual movie, like I was just like I was like go what back was, and watch this, and I don't know fifty years maybe. What, no, but what was the what was the point? I was just like what what did you have to tell? And it was nothing. Like mm-hmm. there was no no original part of the plot that was like yeah we needed to tell this in the Men in Black universe right specifically or like, tie it into the old one somehow yeah, not, none of that none of that existed the right? bug it is was, back it was obviously it was obviously a cash in, but even that's that's not a story you need, is that's back. not a story you need to tell right that's just like it's and that's the thing to me is is you know what's what stories need to be told and i think it's original right. ones at this point what the heck cat- is it egger 
Get your and we big keep cashing butt in. back in the house. And so it got me thinking about it. Just got me thinking about this this kind of like giant churning wheel of reboots and remakes and sequels that are totally unnecessary. They keep coming out, right? And so I started to like actually like look through, sift through this like giant list of of stuff that keeps coming out. Um, and I was like, and I was like, okay, like what are some actual patterns? Like why are why are producers like let's do this, right? Because um, it can't be like, oh yeah, hey, look, check out this awesome script I have. It's got to be like, okay, what's a franchise? We what's the next right. franchise we can milk? Yes, next, that's what right? it seems like exactly. Um, and that's yes. and so and so this is my list is um, seven remakes or reboots that have happened. Um, I think all of them in the last nineteen years, so from mm. two thousand to now, um, that. Um, that basically they're, 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 they were horrible. Mm-hmm. And there's and to me, they epi- each one epitomizes a specific reason why somebody decides to remake these, a movie. These are and not sequels. These are reboots. These are reboots or remakes, okay. yeah. Right. Um, and you could probably throw certain sequels to movies in here too. Because, um, I mean, you can't really... A Men in Black International, it's not really a sequel to anything. Right. It's just like in the Men in Black universe, right? right? right. And so, like, I don't know what you would call it. It, it sounds I, like a reboot. It me. sounds like a reboot to me too. Yeah. So. Um, so that so that was more my focus. I guess you could call like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull like that's that's a sequel that might fit, right. in, fit in with this too kind right. of a thing. But right. it's yeah. So but I, but I'm focused mainly on uh, when I was looking at the list like of all, this giant list I found. I was I was more interested in all these remakes and reboots that are happening that like just basically don't make sense. Uh, m- um, moment of silence for everybody in realizing that 2000 was 19 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy to say. Go ahead. Yep. So these are uh, seven remakes to reboots that are terrible, and they epitomize a specific reason, like why Hollywood seems to want to continue to churn this kind of stuff out, and why they shouldn't. All right. So the first one is Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, you yeah. can also um, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up um, later on in the list too. You could also probably put the um, Halloween, not the most recent Halloween. I don't know what was it a sequel? I guess. Um, or yeah, it was it was a Halloween sequel, but the Halloween reboot you could also put into this in terms of horror movies. But Nightmare on Elm Street, the reason the reason they remade rebooted it was basically because they had made all these sequels, and all the sequels were like after the third one were like garbage, and so basically people were like stop going to see it because they were like okay we know it's going to be bad, and so they're like okay we'll get people's hopes up by saying it's a reboot and like restarting it, and so now people are like are excited again. So basically they're just like. Okay, we've milked this franchise to a point that's lost all uh, lost all value. So let's reboot it and get people's hopes back up, just for that to be a failure as well. And so that's basically what happened with Nightmare on Elm Street. Is like they they got a different person to play um, Freddy Krueger, which everyone was like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so and 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 the the mask they they tried to change it. I think this just happened probably with the, I think this just happened with the uh, the Chucky reboot that's happening this yes. summer. I mean, this is crazy. Dude. Like, just all these franchises that are being rebooted. I know. But I actually every, co- kind of interested in Chucky. I was kind of... I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm looking at him like, that looks... That I'm looks kind of interested, too, just because they got um, Mark Hamill... Mark Hamill doing the to voice. ...to do the voice, but everyone's yeah. everyone's so annoyed with Chucky's design. Really? Yeah, because they're like... Because they're like, he already looks creepy. Like, the like the doll the doll form... Like, the, the a lot of people, I guess, thought that Chucky, as the doll before he, like, becomes animated it's, and it's stuff... Normal looking is like movie. a normal-looking doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he already looks like he's going to murder you even when you, like, get <laughs> him in the box. It's like Annabelle. So like, why'd they do that? It's like, why would Annabelle. you have that doll in your house? Yeah, right. And the same, like, thing, you know, the same thing happened with... What Freddy, is attractive like, about that thing? <laughs> like, they made, they made enough alterations. And, you know, they wanted it to be different, but it was, like, basically the same costume, but altered, and it looked kind of stupid. And so people okay. were like, this isn't my Freddy Krueger... 
this movie isn't that good. And so there's like the same thing, same issue. And then, um, and the same thing happened, and I'll get to that too with Halloween, but there's, there's another, uh, that Halloween makes another point on, uh, on that. So number two, I have The Haunting. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Yes. Um, so the, did you see which one? The, the old the, uh, one or the no, no, 2000? No, no, no. I saw the one with yes. Liam Neeson. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's another one. So apparently, that, so yep. that's a classic from back in the 1960s. And so there's a lot of time there. So it bad make, special effects. I remember. There yeah, being it just might make awful sense. Special but effects. that's basically why they rebooted it. They rebooted it to just give it like a CGI update. Right. Um. Mm. But then, but like, but then Terrible. they basically like didn't understand Horrible. what made the original. Catherine Zeta Jones was in it. Yeah. That there was yeah. A, like it had a big cast. It just like it basically was like a cheesy. Owen Wilson. It was a cheesy yeah. CGI fest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so because because this movie was a reboot of a movie from the 60s which was um, based off of The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Um, and so and so just like, but this movie, and I think epitomizes, along with like basically all of these live-action Disney remakes, which you guys know that I hate. But in my opinion, CGI versions, like CGI live-action versions of animated movies or just like basically updating a movie by throwing CGI in it aren't a good reason yeah. to make or yes. to, to remake a movie. Preach. Oh, my gosh. No, like, what are you doing? And so, and also, I mean, oh, I just, I saw, we saw the previews for, or I, I, I haven't even been paying that close attention, but we saw the previews for Lion King. Um, I just was like. Why? Yeah. I was why? just like, why? why? I mean, CGI, CGI is so not interesting. Yeah. I don't want, I almost, <laughs> I, I, if I was going to do, if we, itself, were gonna, yeah. if we were going to do like visual update remakes, I almost want them to take some like good movies from the past 20 years and just like. You know, take all the CGI that was in it, pull that out, and like put makeup on on things, and like do it that way. Just because like there there's, I mean, like even when we had that hybrid, that that season of like hybrid movies where we did a lot of makeup, but the moments we couldn't, we put CGI in, like like the first Pirates of the Caribbean, um, or yeah. um, or even like the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like there's a ton of great makeup and stuff yeah. and that kind of special effects going on. And then when we couldn't, we did the. You know, we did the right. CGI thing. Like that was cool, yeah. but now everything's just become CGI, it's, and nothing looks natural. Yeah, like, I know it's weird. Wa- like watching Beauty and the Beast, like the Beast's face just never looks natural in that CGI. That was that so CGI horrible. Remake. Movie that was, was so bad. And so, and and now, and now Aladdin, um, <laughs> Genie, just what were they doing? And there's just so <laughs> much about about these remakes yeah. that it's just like not natural because everyone's like, yeah, live action remake. But I mean, when you make the um, when you make King Louis' face look like Christopher Walken, it it's not natural, right? And so it's I don't know, it's just weird to me. I don't get it, and I don't think it's a good reason to just be cashing. Well, in. the Lord of the Rings like set an, an awesome example that nobody really followed. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're like, here's how you do it because it of the like, hard eh, work. Because eh, of the hard work. Hard work. work. Yeah, yeah, there's so forever. much extra work yeah. and stuff, and probably having two. Probably having two teams, like a team that's focused on the CGI that needs to happen and a team that's focused on all the makeup and stuff that needs to happen, yeah. it's probably even more expensive. First unit director, second unit director, three, third unit director. Yeah, right. right. No, and I always try to say it like Peter Jackson, time for another three years of strain and stress. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that to the guy when they were interviewing him. Really? Like, oh, yeah. For what? For making for making, uh, uh, making the third film. Oh, really? I, I know they made them all at the same time, but like, that's what he said. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so maybe. I don't know. So yeah. maybe there's just too much that goes into it. All right, next on my list is Psycho. I actually mm. didn't oh. realize they remade this um, initially. And it's then all I, seemed and to I be hard. Huh? Some of them are. Some of them aren't. Um, we'll get to that. But um, so uh, Psycho, um, they, re- they remade it. Well, the it famous was one is the Vince Vaughn one. Well, no, that's not the famous one. What it's are you talking not? about? 
No. no, the famous one is back Alfred in the 60s. Yeah, that's Alfred, oh, the original Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. That's the thing about this one is that the Vince Vaughn one is a shot-for-shot shot remake. Oh, really? It's literally just the exact same movie with uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, wow. Is so, it good? Huh? I, I saw it a long time ago. No. But well, I mean, it is kind shot of good. It's shot-for-shot. It so. is kind of good So it's because it's shot-for-shot, shot, but it's just like, what's the point of that? Uh, Why did you remake it? So right. you're too frustrated with it to enjoy it. Well, yeah. Well, first off, it's Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is not Norman Bates. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, it's Vince Vaughn. I, like, like, why is Vince? Why? First off, why do you pick Vince Vaughn? And second of all, what's the point of doing anything shot for shot again? Right. Maybe yeah. that's the only one I saw. I don't think I saw the original Psycho. Did you? No, no, I was never interested. And heck, Hesh. And Hesh. Anyway, good. You didn't see the original Psycho? No, I've not. Oh, I don't think good. I did either. That's a very good movie. Maybe that's All why right, I thought that was even. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Another, great another, reason, another, another great reason. Another horror. Another great reason. Another horror. Yeah, right. Another horror. Another, 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 great, another great reason oh. to make a movie. Let's remake a movie and oh, just, boy. and the main reason to do it is we're just going to gender swap yeah. or race swap. Or I don't know, sexuality swap. The cares? Just, yeah. right? just do it. Right. That's, do it, do that's, it feels that good. Is, that is that is <laughs> in my mind one of the worst reasons yeah. to remake a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why were you doing that? Mm-hmm. So no James Bond with uh, Idris Elba then. I mean, again, oh, I, mean, I mean, that's yeah. okay. Sure, Burn. sure, we get into that, but then no more James Bond. Period. <laughs> right? Because if they if right. they don't have any no, more James I'm, Bond I'm, stories I'm, to tell, then then stop. No, you're right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Hi, this is Luke with Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. This particular podcast was pretty long, so I'm going to split it in half. And we'll give you the second half next week. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening.